The most important people in the world, with Charles Berman and Jonathan Berman. Featuring interviews with people with interesting viewpoints, which, if true, could make them the most important people in the world. Let's meet one of them now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Most Important People in the World podcast. I am Charles Berman. Yes, you are. And uh, Jonathan Berman is here as well. Now, uh, what we we do here is we're interviewing people with interesting and perhaps revolutionary um, discoveries and ideas. And we have someone on the line here, Blossom uh, Goodchild, who uh, has been in contact with uh, uh, White Cloud, a Native American spirit energy, and... uh, something called the Federation of Light. Um, now, maybe uh, thank you, for, first of all, for coming on the program with us. You're very welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. And maybe you could, could explain who, who, who White Cloud is and, and, then, and then who the Federation of Light are. Well, I'll do my best. (laughs) Um, White Cloud is um, a Native American um, Indian spirit energy. He apparently last uh, reincarnated upon the earth plane in the late 1500s. And he um, actually comes through. I'm what is known as a direct voice channel. So he actually comes into my my head, my being, and um, actually speaks through me in a different voice. He has a bit of an, uh, a broken accent. He's the most compassionate energy. And he says that he um, comes through in the guise of this Native American because many people are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point he will reveal who he truly is. But as he says, it really matters not because what he's more interested in is getting his messages out to people, which uh, truly is about love. Mm. Um, And from there, um, so I've been channeling him for 16 years. And then in, I think, about 2005, perhaps, um, I was guided to start writing another book. And I was told that it wouldn't be with White Cloud and just to sit down at my computer and uh, tune in every day for half an hour. And uh, these uh, and I would get communication and I I wasn't really sure from whom. (laughs) Um, So at first it appeared that it was the it seemed to be the I am presence coming through. And then somewhere along the line within writing that book, um, it sort of turned and I've never seen the point where to the. to saying they are called the, uh, an, a consciousness called the Federation of Light. And they say that they are um, the overseers of the overseers, whatever that means. Um, but I presume, that I presume they're sort of, uh, they seem to be quite uh, high up, would I say, in energy and in love. And mm-hmm. again, their message is exactly the same, really, as White Clouds in that they come through to try and remind us who we are um, and to, you know, to be who we are, which is love. And that's a message I hope no one would disagree with. Um, Now, it's interesting to me, uh, you you say that that White Cloud is a Native American spirit. Uh, 
and but perhaps he that wasn't his original form. So he comes now. We're, we're speaking to you. We should say you're you're in Australia right now. Did he come from America to Australia, or is he sort of outside the physical realm completely? Outside the physical realm completely, completely. Mm-hmm. So um, you know that when really he's sort of my spirit guide. Uh-huh. Um, and um, but uh, interestingly enough, in 2012, uh-huh. um, I had the opportunity to go over to um, the state and speak in Sedona, and we went to the Grand Canyon and um, as a day visit. And um, he, I knew that the white cloud would like to come through into my body to experience um, the Grand Canyon plane in the physical once more. Um, so I allowed him to do that, and and it was really, you know, I, I really feel. You know, he was so happy because he felt like he'd come home for a bit type of thing, really. And to be honest, I don't know where he uh, lived when he was last on the Earth plane. Um, those kind of things I can't really get through very clearly. And so I just don't bother because I don't think it's really important. Right. So it's not it, – he's not too – too particular about remembering the details of where or what tribe he was, more of his message. No, it's more it really is to do with um, with his message yeah. and you know te- teaching us really teaching us he you know from all the time that I've been working with him and also you know people that have been following his wisdom for all this time you know he really has um, changed people's lives in the way of how they conduct their life and and you know doing the best they can to come from love and not judge and you know he it's really his message is very really beautiful and i've never come across a human being <laughs> um <laughs> that that has as much um passion and compassion when he's actually in and talking to an audience through me um you know the love that he brings through i i am still in on the left hand side and he comes through in my right hand side of my brain and um so when he's talking i'm aware of what he's saying and my eyes are open and he's talking to an audience and you know, when he's looking at a member of the audience through my eyes, I can literally see um, that particular person fill up, you know, with tears overflowing because they can feel the love um, coming through my eyes, which are actually his at the time, if you see what I mean. Oh, yes. And I no, and I can't help but wonder, how does it how does it feel? Because I've never experienced anything like that. How does it feel to have the, a, a spirit like that t- take your physical form. Well, it's it's very difficult, very difficult to explain, really, because I've got so used to it now. And you know, the very first time he came through years ago, um, you know, his voice was much deeper, and he spoke so slowly, and my physical body could hardly move at all. Whereas now, over the years. You know, he's such a sense of humor and he can open his eyes. He can walk around. I can actually walk around when he's actually in now. And I'm just we've just merged so much more together. His his voice is no longer as deep. Um, We've sort of joined in that way. And I'm I'm very aware of him being there. Um, It's so difficult to explain. And yet I'm still there. But I can 
he is so much more part of me. It's as if part of me has sort of stepped aside for a bit. And, um, you, you know, to be honest, Charles, at the end, you know, when he actually leaves, I sort of take a few breaths. And when he actually leaves, you know, I just feel t full of um, honour. I feel so honoured. I, I you know, I, I have this because of the, you know, the absolute love he does bring through. And, and often, you know, I find when he's talking, my, my, I get a lump in my throat and, you know, tears flow because of the love he's bringing through, which my body uh, is of a high vibration than what my body is, than I am. Mm. You know, so it's sort of, it's quite overwhelming, really. Now, you mentioned having an audience. Uh, what sort of, um, what sort of messages uh come through to an audience that, that might not come through in private? Uh, there's nothing really in, in private. Um, everything that I sort of do, you know, uh, is, for me, I believe, is to, you know, to share. That's why I have, yeah, I'm able to do this and have this opportunity. So really, he just talks to people and lifts their spirits and, you know, explains that we are here at this time to assist in raising the vibration of this planet into a, a higher one um, and we are here to do that and the way that we do that is by being happy basically <laughs> and um, you know and I think that's just you know you can see people think what well, you know it is what a fantastic thing to be happy knowing that that vibration you're giving out is assisting People who aren't happy, mm. who are unable to be happy at this time because of the situation they're in, etc. So, and, and people ask him questions. We have a question time um, to, to do with the afterlife or, uh, you know, a, a wide range of things that um, he, you know, he's, uh, he always says, if I can answer your questions, I will. And if I can't, I won't. But I've never actually <laughs> found him unable um to do so so he it, people definitely from what they've told me and you can definitely feel it within them when they actually leave um you could they they are they've had a shift within their vibration you know a shift in energy because of the love that, that really they are and you know the white cloud sort of woken up a little bit more within them us all of us now I, I know that everyone out there prefers to be happy over over being unhappy, right? But you know, I, I know some people um, some people can't always seem to do it, or or, or, or have a, have a problem with a bad mood sometimes. And what does um, what what does White Cloud say is the best way to get past a bad mood? Well, really, I mean, I'm with everybody there on that. But, you know, I think with all the um, pressures of living on this planet and different um, things that um, I think are around perhaps to suppress us that way, that, you know, it really is, I think, mind training um, to, you know, to be appreciative of it. If you're feeling low, to think, well, okay, you know, what have I got to be grateful for? And they all sound very cliche, Charles and John, I understand that, but they really are the things that by appreciating what you have, um, you know, it does shift your vibration to be in gratitude and to just, you know, I do um, lots of sort of visualizations and just sort of if I'm, you know, close my eyes and imagine 
myself being this white light, you know, or surrounded by and through me being this white light to sort of lift my spirits. And, and you know, it's <laughs> the gift of laughter. <laughs> I laugh a lot. Uh-huh. The gift of laughter is um, so uplifting for the self, you know, and, and find things, get a movie out that makes you laugh, or, you know, common sense things. But I do understand that... You know, it isn't always that easy. And that's what they're saying at the moment, White Cloud and the Federation, is, you know, for those that are able to be uh, in this fortunate, happy place within their being, to know that by being that, that you are helping those who aren't because you are in some way lifting their vibration for them. Because we are on the concept that we are all one energy of love Hmm. now that's something i'm wondering about the 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 federation of light because there was this change you said when they arrived does do you think they came because we've been successful in in maybe living some of the message of of white cloud or maybe because we had or or to develop it further what what do you think brought them and and what do you think Um, is the mystery of them Oh, who knows? <laughs> um, I wonder that myself. Um, really, truly, I feel that um, to bring their messages through, and it is just in the last, uh, since this year, because I do channeling with them every week, and I send that out on my um, via my website, and I have this conversation with them, which I you know, write down via, you know, on the computer. So when I tune in, I'll literally say, hello, guys, hope you're there. And then telepathically, we communicate. So it's having a conversation telepathically that I write down and then send out. But and that's been going on for six or seven years. Um, But just since this year, they've actually started as a consciousness speaking through me in the same way that White Cloud does. in, in smaller chunks because of the energy consumed, I think. Um, but they have said that we, as like with White Cloud, that we sort of agreed, they and I agreed to do this before I came um, to this planet this time. Um, because, you know, in order to get this message out, because this time on the planet as we're being told, is so um, important. And we're we're very honoured to be here at this time because many, from what they say, there were many volunteers that wanted to come down and be on the ground crew here, um, but they weren't able to, so they have to send their love and light from, inverted commas, elsewhere, whereas we have the opportunity to to be down here and, and really, you know, they say it's only the strong of the strong that are down here at this time to to see this through so I sort of feel in the way I always say I I must have had one too many sherries with the vicar when I signed up for this one (laughs) (laughs) you know but it really is a you know it's it's it really is a an honor to um to do this um, but there is there are times for me when it's quite difficult because clearly there's a lot of people that don't agree with what I do or um, they think I'm working with the devil perhaps and you know different things that um, can be quite challenging at times but I have to be honest in as many of us feel I'm sure that in my heart 
this feels right for me. And, you know, if it, it's all I'm through with it, it, I know that I, I'll continue on because it feels right. And when I read what they say and, you know, if I haven't read a channeling for quite a long time and I read a particular channeling, I, I think, oh, that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I really feel that they, you know, what they have to say, um, as they say, they're not teaching us. They're just helping us to remember, to remind us what we already know, um, to, you know, to work and come in as through of love at all times. Now, is channeling something that anyone can do, or is it something that has to be inborn? Is it a trainable skill? Um, that I don't know the answer to because I remember when I, um, you know, I also like to do healing as many people do. And, you know, 20, 30 years ago when I first started doing a little bit of healing, I used to think um, because I was trained to be an actress and I used to when I was out of work as an actress, I used to think, oh, well, you know, if I could be a healer instead, then that would, you know, that would be fine. Not knowing at all that every one of us is a healer. You know, everyone has the because we're all of this love and that's the intention of healing is all that is required as far as I am aware but how that works channeling wise I don't know because I do have quite a lot of people writing in saying they wish they could do it and um, you know they try but they're not able to so I believe we're all capable probably of doing it um, I can't see why not. And I know a lot of people just sit down in their room quietly and will write, you know, either they're in touch with their higher selves or their guides. And they write a, a lot of beautiful messages down. It just seems for some reason that mine seem to have got out there, you know, uh, more sort of thing. So I, I can't really answer that. My instinct is to say, well, of course we all can, because we're all... Um, part of the divine source and therefore you know we're, we're all connected to it so why shouldn't we be able to if you see what I mean what was it like for you to, when, when you discovered that, um, that that White Cloud was making communication with you um, normal that's the odd hmm. thing it was so normal I'd um, just very Briefly, I'd been ill for 17 years, having fits and um, on and off um, for a few months at a time. And I literally would fall on the floor and just, I, you know, I couldn't communicate. If somebody said, move your finger, I couldn't, but I could hear them. And I was fine wherever I was. Um, I, I was told, you know, I, 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 I didn't see myself out of my body at the time, but um, I, to a certain extent I was. And nobody could, you know, I went to, I had... Um, brain scans all sorts of things over these years and nobody could find out what it was and eventually um, when I came first came to um, connect with White Cloud through a clairvoyant friend um, she was showing she was saying that she was seeing White Cloud he was presenting himself to her and he was very frustrated and he was asking if I'd get a pen and paper because he wanted to talk to me and I was aware of him vaguely because of the few healings that I had done over the years I was very into the spiritualist movement don't get me wrong I was you know I was very I'd read a lot of books and all that kind of thing and so I got this pen and paper and said well you know I believe you want to talk to me or whatever it was I said and that connection was made um, and we wrote pages and pages which I still have 
up and he said that we agreed many moons ago to do this and if I was still up for it then would like to you know direct voice speak through me and so I said yes agreed to do it of course and when I the very first meeting I had um, you know I knew to sort of say a, a, a blessing and to take some deep breaths as you do in a meditation or something and then the rest really was up to him and I, I just felt the need to sort of say welcome I think was his first word and you know to my surprise <laughs> it was a very very deep male uh, with a broken accent voice coming through but literally when it was over that day that evening um my husband and I sat on the sofa and watched Tilly as you know it was it was it was that sort of normal and I suppose and from that day I always forget to say this from the day of writing in the book with him I never had a fit again the illness went away so it and he said that during that time there was um, when I was actually on the floor not being able to move that they were making um, a lot of doing a lot of rewiring in my body in order to bring these different um, energies through um, which I seem to have the gift to be able to do and, uh, and and of course it taught me you know being ill that way as many people know when they have these certain ailments you know it taught me a lot about myself and I learned a lot about it but when I look back you know I haven't had a fit for 16 years Ever happened to me and yet for 17 years it was in my life you know so um it was just seemed a natural thing to do and and my son was very young at the time so you know he had a first chat with white cloud on a one-to-one when he was seven you know and he's known him as <laughs> part of the family i'm surprised you don't buy him christmas presents you know so um yeah so he's just always been there you know it seems for such a long time now now um do you have people when 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 you've brought these these messages to them and it seems like it's a very loving message are they are they receptive to it generally do people do are people drawn to it or do, do people tend to look at it skeptically oh no they anybody who um hears it or, or feels it should i say because it's more about the feeling than the the speaking about really it's the feeling of love um you know they are so drawn to it and uh, you know very emotional about it but i think you know a lot of people are still you know there's so many people i think who have woken up to who they are and uh, to what why we are here etc and there's still so many people bless them with, without sounding condescending that are still very much asleep and they don't understand you know this law of attraction um that you know you are in control of everything to in your life and it is up to you and don't blame this and don't blame that because you know you are the one that can make your life no matter what your circumstances and what, what lifestyle you were born into you are the one in control of your life and and if you want a happy loving life then it is up to you to condition yourself because we've been unconditioned through many things um, to to find that love within your Yourself and and be it and not you know not to judge people not to um, you know there's in the bigger picture in the bigger picture so much will make sense to us but being sort of would I use the word little cracked within the third density of this earth plane that um, you know we, we can't always 
understand why certain things are taking place and yet from a bigger perspective if when we're not trapped in this density we would understand a lot more that is what you know what what we're told do you think it could be a message from them because you they're called the federation it sounds almost like a a, a country of some kind or an organization or is that a message maybe um from another civilization, do you think? Well, um, you know, debatable. I mean, the, the, I, when I first started channeling the Federation of Light, you know, I was I was unaware, I was ignorant of the fact that, that you know other people channel the Galactic Federation of Light and all this. I, ha- I had no idea about all that kind of thing. So it opened <laughs> me, me up greatly to, you know, the whole UFO thing, everything about life on other planets, and you know the the whole big thing. Um, I have asked them if uh, you know who they are, type thing, and and as I said earlier. They say they are the overseers of the overseers, um, and that they the the Federation of Light are a vast organization, you know, vast organization. So whether that is encompassing, um, you know, just our universe and galaxies or others, uh, it's there's so much I think that we are unable to understand because it would blow our head off <laughs> because of being in this physicality um and so they i think they're quite um discerning as to what they are um able to to let us know about um and that sometimes i'll say you know we we can't reveal all about this at this time you know for, for and and i have to accept because i'm very as many people will say i'm quite argumentative with them <laughs> i'll give them a good what for if i'm not getting um straight answers you know i'll say yeah but you said you know so i'm very forthright just trying to get the truth through because obviously for me what matters more than anything to me is that I'm bringing through truth because I am aware that, um, you know, there are other channelings out there that are mixed with untruths to sort of confuse us, really. And, um, you know, it, it's very important to me that everything that they bring through, none of it is coming from my space of mind but you know that it is coming directly from them and that it is of truth but you know that whole truth thing is another ball game altogether (laughs) because you know they say that you know it is about your truth your individual truth is all that matters and that may differ greatly from another's truth you know so it can really get very confusing sometimes I think I wish I hadn't dived down this rabbit hole but I but I have and you know one I think once you do there is no no turning back because it's such an exciting journey. Well, it sounds that way. If someone wants to learn more, is there a website they can go to uh, to, to find out more about um, there is indeed, you- Jonathan. Yeah, it's it's some um, com. And um, on that, you can sign up to my newsletter. Um, so therefore, when a channeling goes out, which I say is sort of every week, um, then I send out a newsletter to let you know and give you the link to go to that channeling. They're, they're all on my my website. Um, and there's videos out and, um, you know, there's there's um, books and CDs available of meditations. You know, the meditations are, are rather lovely because they're actually white cloud 
um, guiding the meditation, you know, and, and his energy, as I say, just within the sound, the vibration, apparently the sound of his voice um, is very, um, you know, the energy of, of him can be very soothing and, and very healing. Well, fantastic. And, and uh, this is, I'm, I'm, obviously there's, there's much more to what um, White Cloud and, and the Federation have told you than we have time for on the program, but I, I really want to thank you for, for coming and, and bringing us some of the, uh, the knowledge about that. You're very welcome, and thank you so much for considering me worthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, we, are, we 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 appreciate it. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, this is the most important people in the world podcast. Uh, we um, we've actually uh, upgraded. Uh, we we have our, our own website at most important people in the most important people in the dot world. And a new email address. Yes. As well. Uh if you and if you have any actually we we've upgraded three things because I'm I'm now maybe you can hear on a microphone that doesn't sound quite as terrible, I hope. Yes, well uh, you have an echo effect, so you might need to start wearing headphones. Well I am wearing headphones. Oh uh, well, yeah, I need to start wearing headphones. Uh well well things are always improving here. Um and then Progressing and then improving slightly more. Yes. <laughs> we'll eventually get somewhere or hopefully not move back at least. Uh, but we, uh, we do have a website, so if you'd like to uh, reach us on the Internet, uh, and I, I should say an email address if you have questions, comments, um, or uh, something else to say that doesn't fit in either of those categories, uh, it's the at most important people in the dot world. Yes, and uh, visualize sending us money. Yes, uh, some people set up uh, donation sites. This is um, this is something one of our guests uh, uh, tipped us onto, and uh, so that that's how to donate. Um, all right, well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Uh, this has been Charles Berman uh, and Jonathan Berman, and uh, once again, we we've been with Blossom Goodchild. Thank you for coming on. The website is www blossomgoodchild.com and tune in again to the most important people in the world if you want to hear the show. This has been The Most Important People in the World with Charles Berman and Jonathan Berman. With questions or comments, email the at mostimportantpeopleinthe.world.